tonight, we have a very, very special guest, Dr. Tammy Erickson. She has been a regular on this show, and she constantly takes notes on her stickies. And I don't know, maybe she'll talk about it today. We'll find out. Hi, everybody. I am a regular on Dr. Hazib's show. I'm Dr. Tammy Erickson. Thank you, Dr. Hazib, for having me as an actual guest this evening. I have a PhD, so we'll run down my education. I have a PhD in organizational leadership, a master's in public administration. I have two bachelors, one in criminal justice and one in psychology and an associate in psychology as well. Wow. I have a few certificates along the way, but who knows what they are in anymore. <laughs> I forget them along the way, and they're probably old <laughs> at this point. I have been in the higher education industry for about 20 years now, so that is my claim to fame at this moment. I have worked in financial aid admissions in the education department. I still actually am an adjunct faculty today. But I am really focused on compliance, accreditation, those worlds, federal government, anything related to that in the for-profit industry. And that's where I spent the last maybe 17 years of that for-profit world. Nice. Yes. I now own a company called Bit of Everything. And literally it is that not only have I done a bit of everything in the higher education world, but I also do a little bit of everything now, higher education being the core of that business, but I also do small business development. So if you're a small business needing a little help on digital marketing, I don't know what to do. Heck, I don't even know how to use Facebook, call me. And I do a lot of 503Cs, raising money. I've even ridden Longhorns through town to raise money for a 503C. So it's a little bit of fun. If I haven't mentioned it here and you don't know if I do it, I probably do. Because after all, I'm a bit of everything. <laughs> so that, that is. is my lovely introduction for the day. So like the infomercial say, call me, click me. <laughs> I tell you, that is absolutely one of the best sounding and looking introduction we've ever done because you had that whole camera, <laughs> everything in there. It, it was a full production. Wonderful. So you should Thank do you. videos like that. Uh, maybe I uh, could do that. I am a bit of everything. I'll, I'll, there I'll you do go. that. There you go. Dr. Hazib and I have kind of allured to in some of our posts, um, as we've talked about a little bit, I do collect sticky notes from Dr. Hazib every week. Uh, he's had 20, this is his 20th episode. I have attended 18 of them. Wow. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I only know that because uh, I Now I get to learn sticky. what I said, right? <laughs> so you get to learn what you said. I get to call you on the table. So originally, I learned about Dr. Hazib from Liz DeRosa, Dr. Liz DeRosa. So thank you very much for introducing the two of us and networking together. It's been fantastic. What I do with my sticky notes, because every, yes, I haven't said anything about those sticky notes or one on them. That's the cliffhanger. <laughs> I, every week, I collect a sticky note, something that Dr. Hazib says that I go, I'm going to do that all week long. 
I'm focusing on that one sticky note all week long. Well, now that I have 18 of these sticky notes, they've sort of built upon themselves. <laughs> and I practice these things all week long. Sometimes I practice on two or three of them to see what kind of results I get. So Dr. Hazib with my sticky notes. What I did over the last week is I put these sticky notes of things that you've put together and I've made them into categories. So then I'm gonna ask you just a little bit more deeper about putting these pieces together and how to make it maybe a full circle for me and how I can use these categories together. So this may be an interesting fun, fun if you have to do it, might as well be fun. It's one of my core values. So let's start with this one. It might be a little easier to get us started. One of my first sticky notes that I have is that it says create trust. Uh -huh. You say that very frequently. So I worked one week on creating trust. You said that you create trust by building relationships. Mm, mm -hmm. wow, so I focused wow. on that, right? This is good, right? This but is good. Little fun thing in there and you talked about innovation. Oh my God. You talk about innovation a lot. So now my question is, if I'm building trust through partnerships, what innovative ways can I use to continue to build trust and build those relationships in an innovative way? Well, we're already doing it. This whole forum is one of the biggest innovations I think I've done in a long time. And it was a pure accident. And that's almost how innovation works all the time, right? You try about 10 things at the same time, <laughs> see which one is a little bit more effective, what's resonating with people. And also, you have to do it in a way that nobody else is doing it because you don't want to be buried in the noise. So mm -hmm. I saw that what most other people were doing was that they were interviewing people. So that's actually a barrier for the interviewee because the interviewee has to now be a pretty good subject matter expert. I didn't want that. I wanted anybody and everybody to be able to come to this forum. If they're experts, no problem. They will provide more context and then ask a question. But if they're a student starting out and really want some help and want to talk about their problem, well, they can also, all they have to do is talk a little bit about themselves for one to two minutes and then ask a question. So now you talk about innovation, your sticky notes and what you just said, that immediately actually gave me this idea that one day when, or maybe even in this forum, mm -hmm. you and I should consider doing a workshop because mm -hmm. you have already collected a lot of these things. You've already categorized them also. Well, isn't it possible that we could do a one to two hour actual workshop and you and I would facilitate that and have breakout rooms and all that? And I mean, that's innovation. And that's the other thing about relationships and trust. When you start trusting people and you build these relationships, this beautiful magic happens where just something that somebody does or says triggers a completely new idea. That's how, remember all those ideas that often come up on a dinner napkin table because friends are sitting <laughs> at a dinner, right? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, in a way, that's the forum we have created here, right? Yeah. So what do you think of that? I think that's really good. Exactly. That's, I mean, that's just a whole learning experience. And I probably should have told the audience, I have no, other than creating curriculum for cybersecurity and not knowing cybersecurity until I read the book. <laughs> um, now I at least know the definition. I came to this blind not knowing cybersecurity, but what I found from this group is learning a lot about these sticky notes. Mm -hmm. All right. So how about these three or four? All right. Okay. Another category. Another category. It's like playing some sort of game show. <laughs> we you do always that, say the CEO is the brand. Uh, do you the knowledge that? is your brand and how many followers you have. Yeah. Making you up today, right? That's important. Lord knows yes. I'm trying to get to 5,000 by December. And then the next sticky note, they're stuck together. You are as smart as your network, which I oh believe. Oh my God. You I have, have four, such an amazing I have, job of this. I have four of my best network friends on here today. This is an amazing gallery of what Dr. Hazib says every week. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Gosh. then you create with all of these as CEO that you're the brand as a CEO of your company and that you're creating followers and that you're as smart as your network. What are some ideas? This is obviously one, but what are some other ideas that you have in mind to create cross-brand promotions? Well, we are creating that right now. I believe this episode that we're doing right now will cross-promote both of us in a way that we couldn't have. It took the two instrument players, you and me, to produce this harmony. I think do more of those kinds of things because again, you're experimenting and you're watching who's doing what. I had no idea anybody would even do these sticky notes. You just happened to do it. Well, that is the beauty that somebody does something so unique and so interesting that that starts to trigger a whole new direction that you start to explore. I believe that that is probably what I would do because even, for example, the special episode of this conversations with Dr. Cybersecurity tomorrow, initially I had not thought about doing anything like that. I had thought that people would come and sponsor this show. Well, guess what? A conference said, we like what you are doing over there. Why don't you do a special episode for us over there? And I said, well, do you want me to get the guests? And they said, well, if you can, that's okay. I said, very hard for me to get guests in one day because we're doing this tomorrow. But if you have some guests and you have some people that can ask this kind of a question and I'm sure you have a conference going on. You have conference attendees. Maybe they will just ask questions as members of the audience. And I can try to bring maybe a couple of my mentees because those are special. Those are the mentees that I did the episode last time with. Remember I had a special background with two of my mentees who had won awards. I said, look, these two young women have won awards and they have done what I expect everybody should be doing, which is bring out that extraordinary thing that is already inside you, okay? Don't be ordinary because being ordinary is no fun. You already have the extraordinariness inside you, the greatness inside you. And 
Those two mentees of mine are examples of that because that's what I told them three years ago. I said, you already have it, but you can't just do it in an instant. That never happens because mm-hmm. it's experimentation, finding yourself, believing in yourself, and then starting to bring out that unique quality that you have. And that might be your singing ability, your dancing ability, your music ability, your ability to use lights, video, sound, all of these things. In other words, bring your entire self to that experience. In a way, if you think about, I'm doing that. I love colors. I love beauty. And I I love sound, music, people. So in a way, all of the things that I'm doing kind of brings all of that together in this harmony. And that's what makes me unique. And my uniqueness starts to shine out. But the same way, anybody can do that. I mean, nobody should ever try to be like me because that would not be authentic. That would never work. But you could take ideas and bring out in your own unique way, whatever it is that you're going to do. Right. Ready for the next set? All right. Okay. You talk about continuous improvement. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm all about that, obviously, from compliance. Mm-hmm. accreditation, internal audit, those things, all about continuous improvement. And then you've always talked about it won't be perfect. Right. My question comes from those two pieces is that when something's not perfect, sometimes that happens. In fact, that happens a lot. How do you overcome that? Because people seem to remember your failures more than your wins. How do you get them to remember your wins and not your failures. Yes, 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 yes. This is a very, very common problem. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that. This is one of the things that I keep asking my students and mentees. And I say, look, in the old world where you couldn't change things very easily, mm-hmm. perfection or as close to perfect was essential and required and helpful. But in the modern world, especially if you're in control of all the things that you're doing, then try to get it out there so you can get feedback from your network because that is how you're going to refine something. Even the very simple thing as this background that I have, this virtual background, this has changed dramatically from the very first episode. Again, through experimentation. Is it perfect? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm probably going to change it that change itself is also fun. People might say, oh, what virtual background is Dr. Hazeeb going to have next? (laughs) And what is it going to mean? And you could do that, right? So I think that is the key because I learned, as soon as I learned that I could do new editions of anything, and that is why I tell people, make sure that you never give up any of your writings or work to anybody else where you lose complete control of it you must retain 100% control. And so that is why you shouldn't be afraid. Somebody was writing a bio today and she's like, it's not perfect. I said, it doesn't need to be. I need to get it out today, right now. (laughs) Right? That one extra thing that you put in there is not gonna make a difference. What's gonna make a difference is what you do tomorrow and how good you look tomorrow and talk tomorrow. That's what's gonna make the difference. When you put out the new edition of the bio for your next episode, it'll be fine. My bio has changed dramatically from just last week to this week. (laughs) 
my resume changes daily lately because I'm on so many podcasts and I'm writing so many things. And somebody said to me the other day, your resume doesn't match your LinkedIn. And I said, I can't keep up with it. Do you want to hire me or not? All right. So you talked about think differently. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you love your words, they come back. This is amazing. This is such a gift to me. I cannot compete, believe it. Compete on value. Like I said, uh, cost, so there's mistakes. Right, right, right. Never compete on cost, compete on value, right, right? Right. And then you talk about yes, make it fun. Yes. So if you're thinking differently, but you still want to compete on value, how do you make fun? of the work that you have to do? <laughs> I think a lot of the fun is in that mindset because I believe that if you approach the day and if you approach that episode as, oh, it's going to be fun. See, this same episode, this conversation, I got to stress myself out. Oh my God, I got to talk to all these people and think of all these questions. And what's or, Tammy got on her sticky note? Right, right. Or I could approach it and say, I'm just going to have a fun time. I, I'm going to explore what she has. In other words, I opened up my mind to that possibility of having the fun. When I do that, I believe no matter what happens, you kind of have fun. Because a lot of things that has happened in this last 15 minutes or so, I had no clue it was going to happen, Right. <laughs> So, I have kept my sticky notes secret from everyone. Ask Liz and Linda. I have not shared them. <laughs> I wouldn't tell a single peep. That is amazing. So do you have any more sticky notes? Three more. The okay. last bit. All right. Quit talking about the problems uh, and focus on the solutions. I think you were talking about something cybersecurity related for that, but I interpreted it to me. Be part of the solution. Yes. And what are you trying to achieve? Yes. So when you put those all together, yes. what techniques, when you are somebody like myself as a consultant, you listen to people, it's almost like I do like those old dolls where you pull the belly, you pull the string, and it's like play and rewind, play and rewind, play and rewind. I hope we're all old enough to remember those. And how do you really get your clients or your people or even students for that matter? Because I have those too. Play, rewind, play, rewind. How do you get them out of the problem and get them to move forward? Right. I think that some of the early ones that you mentioned is key. They have to trust mm -hmm. you as the mentor. See, if that trust as a mentor is not there, because this happens especially with the students, because they will resist. They will resist doing something. Why? Because it's hard. Mm -hmm. And it's hard. And I tell them why it's hard. I say it's hard because your brain and your body isn't used to what I'm asking you to do. But you see, you have to invest in that hard work because the brain, just like any other part of the body, <laughs> is also like a muscle. You can exercise it. You can change it. You can grow it, and you can make all those new connections in your brain. And that is the hard work. But once you achieve that hard work and you do that hard work, guess what? It's a permanent change. 
I think telling them that and then them believing that I'm saying that for their best interest, I think that goes a long way, particularly with the students. And this is why I, I think I mentioned this in some of the previous episodes, like I've had maybe 25 students in a class, but like two or three of them, it doesn't matter. For whatever reason, we could never, I guess, establish the trust that what I'm doing is for their good. And so whatever reason, I never reach them. And that happens. So I'm also okay with that. There are some clients, I mean, we will never get to that mutual goal and mutual trust. But what, with the ones that we do get there, I think it's, it's usually fun and everything. And that is why sometimes you have to drop clients also. <laughs> you don't take every client, right? I don't, certainly. <laughs> Thank you so much. Those were my sticky notes that I've been taking over the last, those were 18 sticky notes of your words for the last 18 weeks. That is so much absolutely awesome. What a gift you gave to me, Dr. Tammy Erickson. A complete summary of the last 19 episodes of Conversations with Dr. Cybersecurity. Look out. We're probably going to do a workshop together. <laughs> we just um, might. <laughs>